0: Hello, friends, and welcome back. Um, guys, I hope everyone's pulling together okay. Um, times are certainly crazy. Um, strange times are here, as the Black Keys said. Uh, what did Bob say? You know, times are changing. Definitely not going with this new 17-minute JFK tribute. I don't know what that is, Bob, but, wow! It's absolutely absurd and weird. Um, but, uh, you know, thanks for helping us get by, I guess. Um, either way kind of weird I feel like I'm adjusting to this new life a little um but at the same time god do I miss old life I'm so going out for like a draft beer and like just deliciously cooked food I just miss going to restaurants so bad <laughs> but either way that's when life returns to normal till then you know follow the rules people follow the bloody rules um but uh you know with all this extra time at home. There's definitely allowed for a little extra TV time. Uh, it's been pretty good. I mean, like the rest of the world, I've been completely hooked, completely sucked into that Tiger King. Um, holy shit. Uh, is that real life? Um, I mean, I definitely don't want to spoil anything for anybody at the end of the day. Tigers are the ones who just didn't make out, you know, with any sort of win. It's just heartbreaking for them. Um, and it, broke my heart watching it on their standpoint but outside of it watching the dynamic between all of our people players involved it is absolutely fucking wild it is like game of thrones meets tigers it's unlike anything i've definitely ever seen before um i love the editing the fact that we're seeing you know everything they did not leave a tiny bit on the floor when it come to the cutting room or the editing it's it's nuts. Um, but you know, basically if you haven't seen it, go start it now. You are not missing out. There's a reason everybody's obsessed with it. Um, so in between, uh, you know, crazy tiger cult personalities, uh, I've definitely gotten my daily dose of, uh, of horror and gore and I'm not talking about what's going on in my own front uh, doorstep. Um, thank you Shudder, uh, you know, for allowing for such a selection of some, of, you know, amazing horror films that uh, that i definitely would not have uh have thought of before and at the same time got to revisit with some old friends guys that's right rob zombies back the firefly flame family Fuh, sorry bit of a tongue twister is in uh, in full fiery flaming goodness and you know Let's unpack it a little and see if it is, you know, going to hold a candle anything close to its original predecessors, uh, *House of a Thousand Corpses*, and of course, *The Devil's Rejects*. The search for the fugitives known as *The Devil's Rejects* resulted in a violent clash with police. Chances for survival are less than a million to one. Justice in this world. I am justice. They're trying to blame us, but we didn't do it. Free the three. Free the three. Free the three. Free the three. 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 Three three. (laughs) 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 Now we can have a real day of the dead. (laughs) that's That's password. I still want to party. Mr. Clown dancing for the Friends of mankind. The bench is This is my death, factory. You are the pilot. I love it. You. <laughs> It's nothing like good old Rob Zombie. So, Three from Hell, it's the 2019 American horror film, written, directed, co-produced, the whole shebang. Guys, it's brought to you by yours truly, Rob Zombie, the one, the only. And, uh, of course, as I said, this is the third installment in the firefight. Firefly trilogy, <clears throat> which began, of course, with House of a Thousand Corpses, one of my absolute favorites, um, and bringing back some of our uh, our stars, Bill Moseley, Richard Brake, um, he's kind of new to the whole shebang, but uh, Zombie's uh, wife, of course, Sherry Moon, and Sid Hag in his last feature appearance. Um, and, you know, the basic plot, we're going to follow the new, newly incarcerated Otis Driftwood, baby Firefly, and of course we're our, our, uh, Captain Spaulding as they are sadly incarcerated, and uh, essentially uh, we're going to see them freed and meet up with their half-Otis's half-brother, uh, and essentially... Uh, you know, survive their shootout and go forward from there as wanted people. It's uh, quite, quite the thrill ride. Um, and uh, essentially, unlike its predecessors, this one, you know, wasn't formally released and then sent to theaters. We had just basically this special three-night theatrical engagement. And uh, essentially, you know, we're left with the tagline, they live to kill, but can this hold it together and see you know if it's as good as its predecessors let's 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 up for debate personally i was kind of in the middle but we'll we'll get into why that is the case now the principal photography began march 13th 2018 wrapping up april 10th 2018 pretty quick shoot Um, and and essentially was at the civil brand institute in los angeles which was a decommissioned women's prison so it definitely it was a great choice for zombie, but it also allowed for that real zombie-esque, you know, kind of gross uh, appearance of its, like, medical facilities. I really don't know how to describe it, but it's the same vibe you get in Halloween. Uh, just, like, the place is dirty and gross. <laughs> Post-production was essentially completely per- Uh, postponed for five months uh, because they had to allow for the completion of uh, Zombie and Marilyn Manson's tour at the time, which I'm so sad I missed just due to work engagements. Such a bummer. Um, But the uh, editing process would quickly pick up once the tour ended September 11th, 2018. Sound mixing coming in March 15th and completed by the end of April. So essentially allowing for the full release. Now, According to Rob Zombie, it, Sid Hegg was going to have a much larger role. We we're going to see a lot more of Captain Spaulding, but he was unable to commit to this due to health issues. Just coming out of a surgery, Zombie saw him definitely, you know, felt like it wasn't right to ask him to do all of this as well as, you know, just his health was in jeopardy. So just, as a friend, you just wouldn't push that on someone. Um, but anyways, Zombie completely rewrote the script, um, introducing this new character, uh, Richard Brake's character. Um, And sadly, uh, Sid would pass away shortly after the film's release, uh, September 21st, 2019. RIP, good buddy. As I said, the release was kind of interesting. So the first trailer had was released June 2019. And then we had this sort of unrelated three-day theatrical release from September 16th to the 18th of the same year. The first night uh, featured a special video introduction with Zombie with a commemorative poster. The second would feature a behind-the-scenes look at the making of all of this, the cinematic locations, distributing, um, all that kind of fun stuff. You also got this cool bumper sticker uh, which was uh, designed by Zombie himself and on the third night included a double feature of Three from Hell and The Devil's Rejects. Just sort of a back to back. Now the film would earn 1.92 million dollars, a whole lot, but uh and basically considered successful enough that Fathom Events announced its plans to return the film to theaters October 14th. Um critics on the other hand, very mixed reviews and uh, myself included. There's some really good aspects and some not so great. So we're looking at an approval rating of about 53% based on 30 critics. It's only 5.25 out of 10 for its average rating, which isn't very good. Um, but essentially, the consensus of this is that if you are a fan of the trilogy, then you're absolutely going to love this movie. I'm an absolute fan of the, you know, the first two films. This one just kind of fell flat for me. Um, but uh, essentially, it's just... If you're on board with Rob Zombie's gory saga, you know, this will totally lure you in here. Um, Roderick Ebert, funny enough, gave it four out of four stars, referring to it as Zombie's most earnest and laid-back nightmare yet. Uh, Sean Garrett of Rue Morgue, um, basically conceding that there are no surprises here, deeming the film a fit, fully entertaining exercise in more of the same and grimy crime film. And it's true, this film definitely continues with that sort of grimy, gritty vibe that we got from the first two. It's also just a very zombie-esque trait in his films. It just sort of like like the film itself is dirty. (laughs) It's so weird to describe. It's definitely enjoyable. There's a great story. It was great to see, you know, Otis and Baby back together for their crime-creating duo because... Two of them were absolutely fucking psychotic. Although I will admit, it's like Sherry Moon has gone down this other path. She was awesome. Just completely stellar. Her crazy moments are truly, absolutely insane. It was kind of like she was channeling Mama Firefly from, like, the original two, which I kind of enjoyed. Um, and the scene with her and the bow and arrow. It's a fucking mint. It's so good. Um, not one for action movies, but you're definitely cheering her on the whole time. Definitely some pretty gritty, gory parts. Uh, Otis and his brother, when they're in with the warden and the family and all that stuff, brings back the scenes of the hotel in Devil's Rejects. You're just kind of left there uncomfortable and just the eerie chill is left down your spine as you're, you know, hopeless to, you know, help them. There's nothing you can do. You're just sort of stuck there to watch. And my God, is it awful. But at the same time, you can't help but cheer these three on. It's just the nature of the film and just, you know, just the joy of cheering on our, our favorite Firefly, our favorite Firefly group. Some cool things I didn't know, Um, I guess the black and white eye mugshot style photos that we see on the poster and that striking red front, uh, red font. It's actually kind of a... A homage, if you will, to the 1976 Helter Skelter, uh, book, uh, f- and the, uh, mug shots that were taken. Um, well, of course that was for the police, but put in that book altogether, it's sort of a whole vibe towards that. As we know, Zombie is a huge true crime fan. Um, and this is his sort of, you know, true crime homage. I guess the scene with, uh, Agata Davida playing in the background was actually requested by Bill Mosley. Ironically enough, you know, the scenes focused in on him but it all actually has to go back to his time as Chop Top in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I'm you know huge Rob Zombie fan. I love seeing his cast get back together. This you know seemed more like a reunion and uh, it was great to see everyone you know back together doing what they love but at the same time this just didn't have the same Pizzazz that I felt watching Devil's Rejects or House of a Thousand Corpses. Perhaps it's just because it wasn't completely something new. I'm not entirely sure. Um, It just sort of in the middle kind of fell flat for me. Sort of picked up towards the end, but I just sort of didn't care for a big chunk. Um, You know, felt kind of bored and not something I enjoy saying about Rob Zombie. I felt more about that with uh, his uh, Lords of Salem definitely wasn't one of my my top uh top zombie films um but this one isn't as terrible uh as that it just but it's just not as great as others the other time any other time though you know if there's nothing else definitely entertaining and I could see myself you know watching all three back to back just to kind of enjoy that you know, firefly vibe that they put out. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it means the world to me. If you want to help me out, leave a review. Um, you know, helps kind of push things up for others to uh, to see the fun that is the scare of you. Uh, if uh, you want to see what antics I'm getting into, of course, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, in these weird time, guys, all I just cannot stress enough, take care of each other. It is so important. And, of course, take care of yourselves. And, uh, guys... As always, keep calm, stay creepy.